Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are? I am! An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do! With your host, Mr. Gray. Big meaty man slapping me. And Philly V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> this interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Tighthead Brewing Company is a craft brewery located in Mundelein, a suburb of Chicago. Their brew pub is a neighborhood institution where friends and families can meet up and enjoy great music, wonderful company, and the best beer in town. Since they opened their doors in 2011, they've poured their heart and soul into every glass. Stop in and taste what they're talking about. Also, if you are not from Chicago, make sure you go to your local grocery store, liquor store, restaurant, bar, pub, whatever. Ask the bartender, ask the owner, ask whoever runs the place for Tight Head Brewing Company beer. They distribute through Dahl Distributing. You can drink it in Iowa. It is found in Iowa. And oh yeah, the name Tighthead. Bruce played rugby for 13 years, mostly as a Tighthead prop. Bruce is the owner, founder, and master brewer. Enjoy Tighthead Brewing Company. All right, and now we are to the interview portion of the show, brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Today we have Jake Kazus. Jake, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Ryan? Good. I appreciate you for coming on. I know I I tried to get a hold of you earlier, but, uh, you know, getting the kids to good bedtime uh, was kind of tough. So glad you joined me before we get to week two of Intracity Sevens. And the main reason why we've got you on is we want to recap week one of Intracity Sevens and take a look ahead to week two. So you're going to be our, our correspondent through the summer. Do you think you can handle that? I think I can handle that. Good, good. Because, yeah, you know, me and Phil being bums, not driving up to Mason City, um, you know, that's that's bad on us. But, hey, we found you. You're going to be our guy. Uh, I'm super excited about it. And so for I'll people that for might not know who you are, or where you've been, where you've played, can you give us a little background of, you know, who you've played for and uh, kind of how you got into rugby? Um, yeah, so I, uh, I play, I started playing my sophomore year of high school for Cedar Falls High School. Um, I got coached through Brent Piper and mm-hmm. a little bit through Casey Anston through, uh, Bramer, um, kind of on and off Bramer. I went to their little Bramer Academy when I was in high school and then got really interested as I started taking uh, rugby a little bit more seriously during as I was drawing into my senior year and started getting a potential for it and then ended up going to Iowa Central for a year through uh, Brent Nelson. Gotcha. And then after that, I came back home and ended up playing for Bramer County and I've kind of been stuck there uh, through Casey Hansen and all the, the older bucks there. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of played a lot all through i'd say i think this is now i want to say my seventh year playing rugby so nice three in high school and then four afterwards and yeah nice so just timeline i think i stopped playing for the bucks probably right when you joined (laughs) 
Yeah, so I think I think it was the year right after you mm-hmm. went to. Yeah, because I was trying to do the the timeline in my head. Like, I feel like we should have crossed paths earlier, but it just it didn't happen. But the yeah. thing is, we have crossed paths now because you're one of those guys, especially in the spring and summer, where I feel like every time there's a tournament, every time there's whether it's a social thing like down in Nashville or the Intracity Sevens, or anyone says, hey, we need a player, I feel like you're one of those guys who's like, yeah, if it's not a league match, I'll play for anybody. I mean, is that kind of your yeah, mindset? I uh, I love it. I loved, uh, I loved the growth of the game of uh, rugby. Um, I just, I want to get better. I've always, you know, kind of, I didn't really start in high school, so I, you know, I've always had that kind of, got to, put myself out there kind of grow to grow as a player so i just mm-hmm. want to get better when it's not a, a a strict league you know a, a league regulation or divisional game you know then mm-hmm. I, I love going and playing with the social side of everywhere i love being that guy who can step onto any team or any field and play my heart out oh yeah and i know like for the Wombats, in the spring and in the summer, we kind of struggle for numbers because once fall season's over, guys either work, families, whatever, um, just hard to get a full 15 to 23. And I always feel like you're one of those guys that I can reach out to. And if you don't have something going on like Nashville, man, it was great to play with you down there. Uh, a lot of fun to, you know, you kind of have that same crew with Adam and, and Noah and Joseph. Yep. Um, just kind of every single thing that you guys can get your hands on. And I think that's great to just be, you know, such a positive vibe for the sport and to just have that culture and to just keep showing up everywhere. It's it's really cool to see, man. Yeah, I love it. I love building. I love building new relationships. I would have never would have thought I would have met in as many people as I would have met now in rugby than I would have doing something else. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have met anyone as cool or the people I've met in throughout rugby is lifelong relationships versus playing football. I mean, I know football is, you know, you build relationships that way, but rugby is on a whole nother spectrum. And I don't even know how yeah. do you explain it. Well, I mean, I know too, like, I feel like so many times you hear, cause I work in schools and you hear coaches of football all the time be like, Oh, once you hang up those cleats, most of you are done after high school and you never lace them up again. And it's like, well, right. you could play rugby. Like, there's guys in their 40s, 50s, guys socially. I mean, this weekend in Mason City, they have the old boy. Um, yep, play Clash. Yeah, the Clash. Yeah. So, I mean, there's guys, you know, there's people who've been in their 70s, 80s socially playing. So, I mean, you can play forever. And I think that's something that our community has that's really special and so yeah no at nashville that was a good time playing with you did i run into you friday night did we see each other in nashville friday? Uh, i believe we did yep yep okay. we did okay i yep. I, I felt i felt like we did but it was you know it was so long yeah, ago it's a little hazy uh, had a, we had a, a a long night i uh i think we had ran into a few bars beforehand and ended up the night before and it was a blur yeah and then i feel like that blur of a night really helped us the next day because our continuity was on point i feel like we really grew as a mismatched uh hodgepodge team through that night downtown nashville (laughs) oh yeah and so to get to where we're really looking at here, so again, with the social rugby and, you know, 
this Intracity Sevens kind of was like, hey, we need to grow rugby. We want more eyes on it. We want to be social and fun. But I mean, it feels like it does have a competitive edge to it. I mean, we're keeping scores. We're keeping standings. We have logos. We have like write-ups. We have this recap right here. What's the vibe for people who haven't been to Mason City for Intracity Sevens? Is it hyper-competitive? Is it really social? Is it a good mix of both? How would you explain it to someone who's never been there? So, so you know, that's that's a really good question, honestly. But um, the way I look at it from, uh, I mean, I Mark told me and Adam and all the boys you just mentioned earlier, Noah, uh, Joseph, um, just all them guys, uh, you know, building and showing the face of Iowa and growing the game of, of rugby is really, you know, what we really wanted to do and uh mark mentioned it out the best and you know i i really didn't know mark too well before meeting him last year in intercity sevens when it first originally started but um he that's that's the one thing i really respected about mark is the passion of the game he has Mm -hmm. and that that really influenced me and made me motive i don't know more motivated to grow the game and that's that's what we're doing this year and it's grown tremendously um the numbers i think i think we had a i think it was 80 registered players you know we had 60 i think it was last week the first week you know there will be a few floaters here and there i'm sure throughout the the Mm -hmm. summer but um you know, from an outside position, it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's a social side, but you know, there's, there's some studs on the field, man. Um, you know, there's, there's some highly, highly knowledgeable players on the field. You know, we, we even got a, uh, sweet little, uh, preview of Cavius from, uh, the MLR pop in last week, which was really cool. Um, he came and played a game with us and, uh, kind of showed the guys a little bit of the the MLR experience. Or um, he's with the American Raptors, but, I mean, still high-performance, former MLR yeah. team, but, I mean, they're playing national. Like, he just spent the last, I think, what would it be, like 12, 16 weeks playing international rugby. Like, he was down in Argentina, Chile, Brazil, yeah. Paraguay, and then now, yeah. you know, Mason City. How, yeah. what was that like? Did you play against him or was he on your squad? Um, I believe, man, it, it's keeping track with all the teams is kind of crazy, but, um, I believe we played him. If not, then I did see him ball around and fly around. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was pretty incredible. He is one hell of a player. I yeah. will say that. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and looking at the scores, so I kind of want to go through the games and just kind of, you know, what you remember. On the night, the Northern Warriors rugby team, they yep. went 2-0. and They beat the, the Wraith 30-0, to and then they beat the Midwest Most Wanted 24-5. to So they, yep. they right now are kind of number one because they have the highest point differential at 2-0. and What can you tell yep. us about the Northern Warriors? Okay, so the Northern Warriors... Um... Well, they uh, have got a stud of a forward player, Vari, Javarius Burry, you know. Number one pick. uh, A hell of a stud of a player. Um, It's hard uh, hard tackling a guy like that. He's, uh, 
I'd say full of piss and vinegar. He's ready to go <laughs> at all times. Um, but he's a hell of a player. He's he's always always willing to shell out and ready to ball out whenever. And that is one thing I really do respect about Bari. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of fresh bodies on the Warriors team as well. I can't really remember too much besides just Bari, but um, if you start spitballing names, I'm sure I'll remember. Yeah, but, I think um, I think I think just, they have honestly, Matt uh, Surleys Davis Tucker, uh, yep, Eric Smolin. They yep, have a yep. few Iowa Central guys. Um, Rashawn Jennings, um, Griffin. Oh yeah. Rashawn, Rashawn's a very good fast player. Um, so I think it really came down to in that game for them, it was the the experience to inexperience. Mm-hmm. I know the Wraith, they actually had a, a, a decent few good boys on their team. I'm not saying they're all bad. They're not bad at all. Um, but they had a lot of new guys, new guys that are just unfamiliar with mm-hmm. building honestly it really just comes down to building chemistry with players you know as you keep playing you know you grow and there's a few new guys um i know malik i believe is the admin on that team Mm. uh he is a dog um i believe i'm not sure if we played them or not but they uh were also a really good i mean they're we all the way around the league, there's there's high high level potential. It's all just about growing the game and growing the concept and growing uh, chemistry and the bond together as you know players and teammates. Oh yeah, because then the River City so, Raptors are the other team that's two and zero. Right. And speaking of chemistry, you know they have three guys from U and I, three guys from Iowa Central, five guys from River City. So I mean, there's little groups of guys that kind of know each other and play with each other. And it looks like, you know, they have some speed in Willie Veal and then Mikey Santo and then Cole Arndt, Caleb Boylan. Um, a lot of guys who play at a very high level as well. I know that's uh, Mark's team, and Mark is very confident that his Raptors can win it. But, um, I mean, we've only very, seen one week, very, but good squad. Very good team. Very good team as well. Um, very, you know, the Raiders, we came up short against them. Mm-hmm. But, uh I believe that they're very every team in this league I I you know I'm a very humble player uh you know but every team in this league is beatable mm-hmm. you know record records are you know records but you know every every team has a bad day yeah so and with the change. the rosters changing every single week I mean I know, like, our guy Juju, Julian Hall, he's not able to go up there until after, like, we do our uh, high school academy team, after we do block party, and then he'll be available. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, the team that he's on, I can't remember which team that is, um, you know, he'll be up there later in the season. And I'm sure that's how a lot of these teams are built, too, is that we're going to see a lot of changes throughout the year. And, yeah, your River City Ragers are ranked third right now at one and one. And then right. what can you tell me about your guys' team? Why should we keep an eye on you guys? And the Ragers, they were the champions of the league last year. Uh, why should we be on the lookout for your guys' squad to be the champions? Um, Honestly, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of, 
adaptability on our team that i mean honestly i i was really surprised i've, I've played with quite a few of them mm-hmm. um over the course of a year or so uh cooper isaacson he's a dog oh, adam yeah. Holt played with adam you know the course of probably two and a half years now um Travis, I played with him and uh, a few their social events and social side games. Um, Landon played out through him, against him, played with him, social sides, played against him in high school. He's a great um, player. He, he is a stud of a player. Um, Juan, I am not familiar with him, but he's a very good player as well. Um, yeah, Juan Rivas, he played down at Lincoln High School in Des Moines a couple years ago, and now he's at Iowa Central, and he he yeah, can ball out for a big guy. Player. He's got moves. Yes, he does. Um, gosh, I'm horrible with names. Um, with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Gosh, I don't know. There's a few more names Mm. I'm not mentioning. Tyler Marino? uh, All all the way around is a very, very good team. We're, um, you know, just... We we like hitting our lines. That's the one of the the one things that we like to quote and preach, honestly. And that's what Travis said as well. You know, and Corey Abin, he's he's a very influential player as well. I played with him as well. Um, it's just hit your lines, support your guy, and be there. And I feel like our team, you know, numbers are numbers are numbers. And you know, our first game was kind of just a knock off the rust kind of thing, and then mm-hmm. came back with to end the night last you know last week and you know we're hopefully going to start the night off right this week and keep it going throughout the night and yeah oh yeah and the, and that's the thing too i mean sevens is such a brutal sport that's why you got to do it over a course of like it the that's like the state championship for high school is so brutal because it's single elimination where like you need right. a whole season to really see which team is number one because there's so many random things that happen in a sevens match. You need so many like data points and so many like different matchups to see like which team really is the best. Just because, you know, you could have an off night, the ball could bounce a certain way. Um, yeah, so after one week, even though this is how like the rankings are or who's won, who's lost, or uh, we actually had a tie between the Midwest Most Wanted and the Mason City uh, Minotaurs. And the Minotaurs is where uh, Tavius he played with them, but yeah, there's just so many guys that are just playing at a very high level. And then the Wraith too, they lost a very, very close match. And that was against, uh, you guys 19 to seven. Uh, and Mark said in the write-up, you know, there was one mistake that the, the Wraith were going to score. And then the Ragers were able to basically, you guys did something that basically swung it from the Wraith was going to score, then you guys scored, and then you ended up with the win because of it. You know, and you're in third place, they're in sixth. One play 
you guys could be he, in last place. They could be in third. Change the game very fast. Yes. Yeah. They, they. Yeah. I. Uh, that was another thing I also wanted to state was the Wraith. Yeah, they are a team to be watching just because of the, the outcome they had mm-hmm. last week. Not determine their season at all. They have some very very hard hitting individual players that are willing to keep learning and growing as players individually that are are going to stop this season for sure. Oh yeah. And that's, you know, Malik Lewis, Gabe Santiama. And, you know, Gabe was on the podcast last week and we thought maybe having him on the show would give his team a boost. So hopefully you being on the podcast today doesn't hurt your performance tonight. Um, you know, because it didn't work out for Gabe, but hopefully you can get the B-side boys bump and uh, have a really good night of rugby. Uh, you got Joseph yeah. Baiwali and Robbie uh, Asplund on that team. I mean, that's it's a fun team. It's a really oh, fun team, man. For sure. Yeah, and so you have matches tonight in Mason City, week two. Some big matches coming up. Before we start previewing those matches, uh, how do you get ready for sevens? Like, what is your prep look like? Is it more mental, more physical? Like, you know, you got the whole day to kind of get your mind right. You got a car ride. Um, how long is that car ride for you to get to Mason City? Uh, from Cedar Falls, it's about an hour, hour and a half-ish. So I'm taking my... Yeah, so like, what? do you have a certain playlist you listen to or a podcast or like something to get your mind I right? Think, or do you... I just... Uh... I just throw in some, uh, you know, pop or whatever the the radio's playing. They just throw it on and kind of just get my head cleared and kind of just, honestly, it's the same ritual for any game, honestly. Yeah. Just kind of get right and get get ready to play. And hopefully I play to the potential that I know I can play. Have you changed any of your, like, warm-up as you've gone through, you know, the past seven years of playing? Like, have you taken anything from anyone else? Uh, or have you always done the same thing to get ready? Um, honestly, I've just kind of, I mean, I've, I've taken in a lot of, a lot of little advice from, you know, previous players, coaches, mentors, whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to say, but, uh, it's just honestly, ultimately listen to my body, listen to, you know, listening to, to what you need. And, you know, if, you know, I'm not saying you're an injured player or whatever, but like, you know, you know your body the best and you know what you need to do to get ready before any match or any game or any test or anything. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. And so tonight kicks off at 620 in Mason City. If you want to play, people can just drive down there and show up, right? And they'll get thrown on a team. Is that how it works? Yes, sir. You just come in, sign the waiver, and we'll uh, – Mark will put you in the – I think it's the, the free agent draft – or whatever the the draft bucket and you'll get randomly thrown onto a team that's in need and you'll play from there on out that's awesome i love too how it's like you know you have these teams they're set people signed up they got drafted but it's like if you want to show up randomly show up but you know come play so still show up tonight uh first match starts at 6 20 we have the river city raptors against the midwest most wanted that's going to be, you know, Mark Blong against Paul Blong, the brothers facing off. Uh, any predictions in that match? Man, I um, that that's going to be a tough one. Honestly, uh, I love them both. They're mm-hmm. they're both the Blong brothers are both 
showed me quite a bit over the years and they're uh they're both good players and good people and uh they're both dogs and two dogs in a in a in a room together will tear each other apart so we'll see because we'll honestly i'm hoping for the raiders sake the most wanted wins so our you know if we can beat the the warriors that'll put us in a higher ranking standard standing wise i believe yeah and the midwest uh, most wanted you know they they're a very young team so if they can kind right. of come together and kind of get that continuity and kind of learn how to play together, I mean, it could be good for them. But also at the same time, that Raptors team is just—it's tough. That's a very tough they're, team. They're, yeah, they're a very—they're a very good team all together. They got a lot of uh, play time together all together, um, and that—that'll—I mean, playing together is just about does it for any team or any game, mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, over over hard effort and, you know, anyone can have a bad day. So, you know, it's always it almost comes down to who's going to be their weakest link and who, who shows up to play and who doesn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the most wanted, they're a very young and hungry team. And, you know, the Rangers are kind of older, more experienced. So it, it's, it's a very good, uh, you know, matchup, I believe. Oh, yeah. And then right after that first match at 640, we've got the number one team, the Northern Warriors, against your Ragers. So what do you think is going to happen in that match? How do you think you guys match up against them? Um, It'll definitely be a very uh, tough game. Um, I think it'll be a very fun one. Um, It'll be definitely a challenge. Um, But I I definitely believe that the Ragers um, will do their best and uh like i said it's like like you just said you know it's all about continuity and building building your player and player bond and you know support each other and be there so we'll see we'll see how it goes um barry you know barry's a very good rugby player he's got a high iq um i've played along him um for years and played against him as well and uh he's a tough player um they have some studs as well on their team, and uh, I'm sure they'll be ready to play. It'll be a hard match. Oh, yeah. Here's my prediction for it. I think Vardy's going to try to do something cute, something cheeky, and it's going to backfire, yep. and that's going to be the difference, and you guys are going to take advantage of it. I think he's going to try to do something fancy because he's always telling me he wants to play fly half, and I just think he's going to maybe do a kick or, I, I don't know, some sort of crazy pass, yeah. and it's going to backfire. To show up and show out about he'll try and be the the eye of the night but <laughs> that's what Barry. he's very he's very chippy but he he backs his word he's a very good player <laughs> no I'm he's sure. a great player i'm just giving him a hard time but i mean you're the number one overall pick i mean Barry, you gotta do something crazy you gotta show you're worth that number one pick right. gotta back it up yeah <laughs> no i'm just messing with Vari, but that'll be a fun match the next one we got the minotaurs against the wraith i think the wraith are really going to bounce back i think that's a team of a lot of young really hungry guys too and a lot of people that me and phil both know so no offense to the minotaurs we just don't know that team as well but i just feel like with a lot of those young you and i guys on the wraith um i think they bounce back because uh, again that team they played the ragers last week I think they're a very good squad. They just they, uh, sorry uh, the man the Wraith 
they play with a lot of they're uh, hard nosed and very gritty. They mm-hmm. they're they are a very physical team, and that alone will get them farther than they think. And I I think alone, mm-hmm. honestly, they're you know as long as they can get down the the strategy of the game, keep keep putting their best effort, they're gonna they're gonna succeed in some way or form. Oh yeah, did that Big Jaw is he on that team? What's that? Is Jaw? Big job. Oh, yep. yep. Big job is yes, sir. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, good luck tackling him, man. He's fun to play with too. <laughs> I believe he. We played with him in national as well. I believe, didn't we? Oh yeah, and then he also yep. came to when we played against Fox Valley in Chicago. He's another one of those guys. Those Iowa Central guys. Big job, Lucky Boy, Marcus. Um, yep. And then Vari, all those Iowa Central boys, they also love to show up everywhere. I remember when those Iowa Central guys came to Nashville, they played for like three or four different teams because they're just like, we want minutes. We want to play. And right. as they're, like, they're, they remind me of me. Yeah. Just trying to grow the game and get better. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I feel like every time I get on social media, they're in a different jersey playing for someone else. And it's just because they just they just want to play. And I love it, you know. And then back half of the night, we got the second round, Midwest Most Wanted against the Ragers. So, again, they're going to be coming off of a tough match. You guys are coming off of a tough match. Um, I feel like, too, that's going to come down to, you know, who's ever got more left in the tank after a tough match. Yep, I was just going to say, I honestly, uh, I'm I'm thinking that that game will definitely be coming down to the uh, who's more physically fit who's more in shape. Um, uh, I honestly, I think it'll be a great game either way. You know, we're looking into this league. We're a lot of young, young, young guys mixing with, you know, younger slack medium aged guys, which who are still in honestly outstanding shape. It, it'll be, it'll be awesome to see regardless. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I'm predicting a score of seven to five. Yeah, it, I I think it, yeah I think it'll definitely come down to a short short scoring affair, but you know we'll see it. You never know. Or um, it's either going to be seven to five, or forty one thirty six. Either no defense or all defense. Yeah, it, it it it'll be. I think it'll definitely come down to something short like that. Probably <laughs> maybe a little bit more if somebody has a, a hair up their butt but, <laughs> but yeah I definitely think you're you're correct you've seen all of us play to know our uh, our uh, gas and fuel levels and oh, after, yeah. we'll see we'll see if the weather hangs in there and uh, deteriorates it a little bit or not we'll oh see. yeah and then the next match we have the Raptors against the Wraith Again, I'm really high on the Wraith, even though, you know, the Raptors, they're, again, Raptors, amazing team, amazing squad. I think the Wraiths are going to come out motivated. I think they're going to play a really solid game. And like you said, they hit so hard. The Raptors, I think, are going to play, you know, that first match. They're going to give it everything they have because it's that brotherly matchup. And they're going to give everything they got to get Mark that win in that first game to, to do everything they can to get that win. Not saying they right. will win. But I think when they come out for that second game, 
Like, will they have the stamina to make those tough tackles? Are they going to be able to run through that defensive line? I think we might see an upset here. I, I honestly, I, I am, I'm in agreement with you. I think, uh, I think the Wraith might surprise. That's why I was, I posted a, a fake on Facebook sharing the Intercity Sevens post or whatever, mm-hmm. saying that I, I believe there's going to be some upsets on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I think, that, I think there's going to be some good rugby played, and I think that there will be a lot of surprises. And I think one week of playing into two weeks will surprise a lot of people what that can do with players and what they can do and put their heads together and put put down on the table and onto the field. Oh, yeah. And I know last year some of the teams would get together and do practices. Do you know, has, has any of the – have any of the squads, have they done a practice, like, just of their team? Or, like, do you guys get together an hour or two before and go over any calls or any strategy? Or what's that look you like? Know, I'm not too sure about that. Um, I do know that um, Mark had a lot of younger guys last year. Uh, uh, honestly, a, a good crowd of high school boys who were just kind of looking to – kind of experience the sport kind of figure what it is you know what it was and what it was about you know and they would practice i don't know if it was like once or twice a week sometimes and would come to intercity during the week or whatever and Mm -hmm. then show you know what they learned and they i i it was amazing seeing what you know one one league will do in in a summer and see how you know much growth one player will grow you know Oh, definitely. Yeah, let alone 80 guys, you know, or last year it was like 50. So, I mean, that's huge. And I think, yeah, we're going to see like River City this fall. I think they're still competing in D4. Phil and I talked about it last week. There's no reason they can't win the Midwest or the Iowa-Minnesota League D4 with like they're building their numbers. Guys are getting better in this. They're going to roll into that fall season, and it's going to be just – awesome to watch after two summers of this and yeah and then we go into the last game of the night we got the northern warriors against the minotaurs um the warriors right now i mean obviously they're kind of the favorite um i think they're going to be tough to beat just because they they do have it seems like the best continuity so far um and they have a good mix of speed and power and experience they kind of feel like the most balanced team on paper and again that's the only way i can judge it uh what's your take on this game very stable team for sure Mm -hmm. um i definitely feel like the minotaurs definitely have a few i don't know i want to say a few tricks up their sleeves though i do know that you know they have they have a few good you know really good influential players i know that like uh Lucky Boy, I believe, is on the Minotaur. Oh yeah. Um, you know, there's 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 some very good potential, very new players as well. I I've played with um a few of them as well. Of a boss, he he's a oh, new yeah. player. He came and played with us in Nashville as well. He's Cedar very, Rapids guy, right? He just started playing rugby player. this past year. Yeah, and I think it's just been crazy just seeing his growth of just you know over the cut. Co- the course of a year you know so you know there's something there's there's things to be you know looking into on on, in these in these games you know so we'll see it just depends it really just depends on who shows up and who's ready to play oh yeah 
And it's also awesome too because there's professional photographers there. There's some sweet photos that they were taking. That's really fun to see too. Like just all yeah, the different. Yeah, the guys and motivates the guys to come, you know, and show up too, you know, and get the action shot that they've always wanted, you know. And I think that 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 brings a a good draw of a crowd to Intercity and to Mason City as well mm-hmm. to you know show up you know what we're doing and what what our message is trying to do across the the state of iowa and not only iowa but you know the midwest and so on you know oh yeah a lot of new profile pictures on instagram this past week that's for sure yes sir (laughs) no and i i think you nailed it there it's one of those things where you know we play this sport rarely is there a camera video camera live streaming or a professional photographer and you know you don't play to get cool pictures, but man, is it cool when, you know, you play the game, you're like, Hey, that was fun. I feel good about it. And then you go and you see someone share like, Hey, we took photos that are really, really nice. And then you can show your coworkers, you can show your family, you can just have that to keep that memory too, because you know, how many rugby memories get lost because you know, there is no photo evidence of it. So this is really cool to capture this. And like you said, across the Midwest, nobody else is doing something like this. So to be a part of it and to capture it, huge. Yeah, man, I think I think it's awesome. I just I love to I love to be a part of it. Yeah, and like I said, I I appreciate your your gusto for for rugby and just and how much you're just involved and in getting into it. Uh, have you ever given any thought to getting into coaching, or is that something still? you're just waiting on because you're so focused on playing right now or what's your idea there? Um, you know, I, I've kind of considered, uh, you know, maybe getting my, my foot in the door of possibly like a, maybe like a JV or mm-hmm. possibly maybe around Cedar Falls or maybe Waverly. Um, mm-hmm. eventually. but I, uh, I still, man, I'm learning so much still playing the sport and, you know, I want to I want to make sure that I know a good good portion of the game before I start giving other people uh knowledge on the sport and the game but uh you know that's me being humble as well so you know I I probably know a little bit more than I think I know. But. Yeah, I I'm going to throw this out there. I'm I'm going to tell you you know a lot more than I think you think you think you know and also right. you definitely know more than a 16-year-old kid who's never played before. So I mean That's something to think about too is like you don't have to be a world-class level coach with like like international level strategy i mean you just got to teach a kid how to pick up a ball and throw it and make a tackle without breaking their neck we're good to go you know what i mean and then you build on that you can do that i know you can yeah i hear you there (laughs) i I, I do that at the minimal oh yeah now that's that's kind of my my thing if you you know i Anybody I run into, it's like, hey, coaching, you want to start a new team? Let's uh, let's keep it growing because that's the thing, too. You have a passion for the sport, and you right. grow it by showing up and, and sharing different events, going to different events. And I feel like the next stage is like, you know, if you get involved in the coaching and if you can get some high school kids that are as passionate as you are, I mean, it would be really cool to have a lot more guys as passionate as you are, you know, at a younger level so we can keep this thing moving in the right direction and – no, I love it, man. I love I love what you're doing, and and I lied to you. Uh, it's actually Tuesday. Uh, I, this episode's releasing tomorrow, Tuesday. So um, <laughs> because I didn't know how long we were gonna go, 
And you know what? Yes. This this is just going to be its own episode. I think you know what? Right. You earned it. Sweet <laughs> <Please>, man. <laughs> no, so. Yeah, again, thank you for joining, and I would yeah. love to have you on weekly, if that's cool with you, so then that way we yeah, can... totally fine with me, man. Cool, we'll keep getting these recaps. Um, good luck on Wednesday night. Everyone, show up to Mason City, 620 is the first match. Jump on the Ragers, oh, yeah, and uh, yep. yeah, win some matches here. Yes, sir, thank you, Ryan. Yep, have a good night, man. Yes, sir, you too. We'll see you. And now let's take a break to hear from one of our sponsors. Convergence Acquisitions LLC is an organization dedicated to providing their creditor partners with a compliance solution for accounts receivable portfolio sales and servicing they enable for their clients to focus on their core business and provide them with a reliable partner they can count on to acquire distressed portfolios. Through over 30 years of accounts receivable management experience, they have developed processes and procedures to recover account portfolios while exceeding compliance expectations. They have partnered with well-respected law firms and other recovery vendors to create an ideal solution for their partners. Convergence Acquisitions evaluates and acquires portfolios including credit card, retail card, consumer loans, auto loans, draft deposit accounts, EMS services, and more. For more information on selling portfolios to use, please contact our business development team at 855-200-6096 or via email at acquisitions at convergenceacquisitions.com. This episode is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy, the premier epoxy company in Iowa. You need your floors looking good. You need to redo the entire shop, the locker room floor, the fire station, the man cave. Those are the guys to call. There's an infinite amount of floors that you would possibly mess with here. So whatever you need done, they can do some wicked ass designs for you. Whatever you got going on, just get it done. Get a hold of them. Infinite designs. 100% satisfaction. Rotor Epoxy. Find them online now.